Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Please Watch This, a film podcast where film movie mates with gaps in the viewing history recommend films to one another so they can once and for all decide who has better taste. My name is Hugh Dempsey, I am joined as always by Sam Blakely. Hello Sam. Hello Hugh. How are you? Uh, dreadful, mate. You're dreadful. dreadful. Why? Um, I'm, I think my daughter might love Star Wars. <laughs> okay, why Why does your daughter love we, Star Wars? We went to a Star Wars-themed birthday party today, and yeah. she asked me if her next birthday party can be Star Wars-themed, Hugh. Nice. I'm very, so. I'm very on board with this decision of your daughter's. What yeah. You, who's her favourite character? Do you know it? R2-D2, she says. Right. She said this publicly to a man dressed as um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and a man dressed as Kylo Ren. And yeah. before they gave her a prize, they said, who's your favourite character? She said... R2-D2 yeah I thought you've watched 20 minutes of New Hope this morning how have you already got a new favourite character (laughs) well done yeah yeah. I mean she sounds like a smart girl I like her well to me you know it it supports my theory that you you can't be older than say six to enjoy Star Wars for the first time I mean I was probably like Nine when I first watched it. Oh well, it, I you're guess, pretty so. stunted though, aren't you, sir? That doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of tilly tally and, uh, and dilly dally. Yeah, Hugh, what's is. the main event today? What's the main event? Well, it's another one, or is, is it the last of? Fourth I think it, of. I think it's the fourth one. It's fourth so and last far. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing. It's an indefinite run. So we're doing. What is it? What do we say? Guest request. Guest request. I still haven't remembered that after four episodes. <laughs> uh, so we've got another guest request and back by popular demand. I guess. Oh, uh, uproarious. Uproarious, yeah. yes, I like it. Uh, demand, we've got uh, Liam Juicy Waters back on. Hello, Juicy. The Hello, Waters. chaps. We are all uh, back <laughs> after COVID. Yeah. In the same room, we can touch each other. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not compulsory, Juicy. It's not how you get his nickname, everybody. It's not... Uh, <laughs> might not be compulsory, but, you know, welcomed. Yeah, it is. Well, well, certainly, yeah. Encouraged. Um, so yes, yeah, so Matt, Matt, Matt Hancock encourages us to uh, to get you know, especially especially during the middle. <laughs> the of lawyers a, have been in touch. We can't say that. <laughs> especially during the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, but it wasn't it. casual sex, as he said. He fell in love with someone. Yeah. And Juicy, I li- in, I'd like to think in a way we fall in love with you. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Well, so, I've let's give you. Guys. We'll give and, you a uh, frisk. Without, I, I love your <laughs> listeners, especially one of them. Oh yeah, is yeah. this you talking to yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, without the obvious. Casual sex part of that deal. We uh, we love you too. Anyway, so why are we here? To, why are you on, Juicy? What what reason have you come? Have you darkened our door, metaphorically speaking? Other than to make a bumper edition of this podcast. That's that's what you think. Oh, this this won't get released. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out. <laughs> the, uh, the reason that I've come on today is for the. Film The Gentleman. The Gentleman. The Guy Ritchie Plural. film. The Gentleman. Is it? Is it? Or is it The oh, Gentleman? Oh, oh. It oh. is The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Man. Man. The Gentleman. Well, you said men, and again, that could oh, be is, men, men or men. Is, the ge- is gentleman the, like sheep? It's plural and singular. The two of you should know this. The Gentleman is a, is a singular. The Gentleman. Yeah. The Gentleman. Is, a plural. is this but called is the, the gentleman or the gentleman? No, it's called I the imagine gentle- it's a gentleman. I'm guessing it's a gentleman. Yeah, gentleman. You, okay. well, well, Are you well, saying men? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't. It's the gentleman. Apparently, is it? But you don't. But you don't say. You don't say to. Oh, he's a gentleman. Ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's know, plural, isn't it? Gentleman. A, a, gen- a gentleman. But in Yorkshire, but, we spell it gentle. M U N. <laughs> gentleman. Gentleman. gentleman T apostrophe G yeah. Gentleman I would say 
gentle I would say gentlemen if I was addressing a group of men yeah but you would but, say men that, but then I would say that would be, you know but then I would, would say I would say the gentleman He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. You wouldn't say, would say gentleman. Enunciate the man. No, I'm simply saying that there would be an A in the word that you would say there. He's a gentleman. There is a way. This bodes well for the bumper episode. <laughs> 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 we are feeling tired. We are, 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 <laughs> <laughs> are padding beyond all belief. Yes. Well, I mean, I did have an idea of bringing back my top five favourite films and specifically filling it with the three prequels of Star Wars. <laughs> just to wind you up. <laughs> I think he'd wind Sam up more, to be honest. Oh, no. He, oh, he yeah. really dislikes Star Wars. I mean, I, I have issues with the prequels, but. I still hard. I, I dare say I still, I'll be watching I still went to the cinema to see all three of them. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't like I avoided still, them. Still, I mean, there's, there's certain films that will always. I mean, have a special place. Has your top five changed? Is it still like well, changed? My top five, five constantly three, changes. Five. The more yeah. I think about what it, what was it last time? I think it was something like. When first, you want? Uh, might have been like Pulp Fiction, Smoking Aces. Don't think uh, smoking aces. I might have mentioned. Well, maybe I thought of smoking aces. This is the problem. Is I'm constantly like. Adjusting. I'll be sitting and watching a film and thinking, ah, do you know that was one of my probably top five? Yeah. Especially when you have new people. There's on. 28 of them. And I'm, list- <laughs> and I'm listening and they're like, oh, top fives, and they mention a film. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that's a great film. Top five films, Guy Ritchie films? Uh, Snatch. He loves Snatch. Yes. Yes. He loves yeah, Juicy yeah, yeah. Films, he loves Snatch. <laughs> and he also snatch. loves the 1999 Which was also directed by Guy Ritchie. So, Juicy, as the guest. This is a relatively new film. Well, it came out maybe three years ago. So, how did you? What's your what's your prior relationship to this film? How did you come into contact with it? Because I don't think you went to the cinema to see it, did you? No, I didn't go to the cinema to see it. And uh, I shall tell you. So, I think Sam mentioned last week when you asked him what he knew about the film. He mentioned he'd seen a little snippet on Facebook. Mm. And I think it was the same for me. So, like in this period of about three weeks, I saw a lot of scenes on Facebook of films, and I ended up watching like quite a few of them. And I found this one, and it was uh, the scene in the chip shop or burger shop. Or chicken I think. shop. Chicken shop. <laughs> Let's call it takeaway. Take <laughs> yeah. take the fast food joint. The fast food uh, yeah. establishment. There are, there are many of them available to all of you. <laughs> different guises. It's fine. But We're not the BBC. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to tell people. It could have been a perfect fried it. chicken, for example. PFC. Yeah. Wakefield fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> The WFC, um, yeah. So no, I'd seen that uh, that clip on it where Corin, Corin, Colin, Corin, is that oh, right? Corin Bailey Ray, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corin, yeah. that's uh, Colin Farrell's sister. She, she's actually stumped double. I don't know if you know. She's yeah. a fantastic beard. She took a right um, But yeah, no, I saw that scene and I thought, mm. you know what, I'm interested in that. Let me find out where it's from. And uh, yeah, I think one of them I actually messaged you about. I said, look, watch this scene. Tell me what film it's from. Yeah. I want to watch it. And uh, he didn't know the film, incidentally, but it was a different film. But yeah, you know, so like, I'd seen quite a few of them, so I found out what it was and then I decided to watch the film. Now, is it just my algorithm, or do a lot of your Facebook videos that are clips from films involve basically an older character putting a younger character in their place? I hate to admit it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's Gran Torino. It's Adrian Brody in that film where he's a is a teacher. It's that film Sorry, where that guy that? from Platoon is a teacher. It's always a teacher coming in, and the, the, the students are awful to them. And another one and it's was very cheesy and badly written. Another one was Homefront, starring Jason Statham, um, <laughs> where he puts a like a bully's dad in there. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. And the, the caption is always like. 
be careful. Don't look. Don't bully the nerd kid. Yeah. Don't underestimate yeah. the nerd kid. Don't and underestimate the nerd kid with the old, quiet, strong dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's weirdly Indian. The dad who can nerd in you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, fair enough. So, I, 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 it's not my fault. I've got this thing algorithm. I think it's everyone. Yeah, every, yeah. you're all old. Over twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you. So you kind of were intrigued by a particular scene. Found it out, and yeah, because unusually for Juicy, um, he actually we were just chatting one day, and he was like, "Oh, have you seen the film The Gentleman?" And I was like, mm, "I'm not so, it doesn't look that good to be honest." He was like, "Oh no, it's really good." So, off the back of his recommendation, I uh, decided to watch it. Mm. And, and you're uh, a fan of Snatch. And the film, yeah, two thousand, I think actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. That's the sound of two drums and a cymbal falling off the cliff. Um, so yes. Yeah, so uh, would you like a? I mean, you've just watched the film, Sam. But Give me a synopsis. But for the, for the listeners, synopsis. would you like a brief well. synopsis? Yeah. So the film stars uh, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, um, Hugh Grant, Colin Hugh Grant, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Uh, there's another Eddie Marzan. Eddie Marzan's in there. Uh, Michelle Doherty's in there. Uh, James Strong is in there. Jeremy Strong. Sorry, Jeremy Strong. Apologies. Yeah, James people. is also strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, you know, like he's Tom Wu. Um, yeah. Oh, Henry Golding of Crazy Rich they Asians. Can Google the cast yeah, list yeah. as well as we well, can. Well, no. Well, it's a bit of an ensemble piece, isn't it? But <laughs> but it mainly revolves around. Who's the best boy? Um, you can have a look yourself whilst <laughs> I tell you the synopsis. <laughs> I'm the best boy. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> and so yes, yeah, so, but it, the main characters are uh, Matthew McConaughey's. He's a and basically Charlie Hunnam and kind of Hugh Grant. They're the main three, really. They're the, the thrust of the plot. So Matthew McConaughey, he's a, an American drug dealer who lives in the UK, settled in the UK, grew a drugs empire, and middle ages finally caught up to him, and he wants out of the drugs game. It's a bit like The Godfather Three in that way, but in Britain, and he's a pot dealer. He, you know, he deals in the bush, the hash, the all the different the hashish, the hashish, yeah, yeah, the will. weed. Uh, what else is sweet it called? Lady Jane. Yeah, sweet, sweet Lady sweet Jane. Jane. Sweet, sweet Mary Jane. Jane. Sweet Mary Jane, Jane cheese yeah. and all this. Yeah, sweet yep. cheese. <laughs> some about cheese. Yeah, there's some reference to cheese. So yeah, so there's a lot. So he's he wants to sell to another American, uh, a gentleman called Matthew, who's very powerful. You know, he's got Mossad security guard Mossad Crabs as it's called in the film and the story kind of revolves around Hugh Grant's character who's an investigative sort of he's like a private eye essentially who's been hired by a powerful news baron or editor to go and find out dirt on uh, Charlie Hunnam's character who's like the second in command for Matthew McConaughey and he's found out dirt on Matthew McConaughey's sort of organisation how it's run and he's threatening to expose it if he doesn't get paid 20 million dollars or 20 million pounds isn't it 20 million pounds 20 million pounds yeah, yeah. in this case yeah 23 so he tries he tells sort of a he, he kind of he's the the audience is sort of he'd much rather be a film writer yeah I think you get the the, the, <laughs> the feel from it yeah and basically he tells all the things to Charlie Hunnam's character uh, Ray what's been happening and you know, if he basically tells him what's going on because I know he's he's basically saying I know what's been going on. Pay me off, and we and that's how the story develops is through sort of um, Hugh Grant's character's uh, Fletcher's uh, narration, essentially. Um, and there's twists and turns and all sorts of things in between. Um, rewrites, 
and yeah, it's um, yeah. That's how that's how it came. That's the plot. That that's, is it, yeah. Took a while, but that it is, is, com- it, is it is quite complicated. To be fair, yeah. it's not a simple. You, you plot. set it well. Yeah. I think we're well worth explaining that we're probably about ten beers deep. <laughs> uh, so we've yeah. tried a few on today. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've had a few. Yeah, yeah. But you know, listen, you've probably seen this film. If you haven't, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is on Netflix. So juicy. We're going to spoil this film. So so so. What? Tell me what you like about this film, then. I like this film because I generally well I really enjoy Snatch so I think what about the film starring Brad Pitt and Jason Statham from the 90s the Guy Ritchie film oh right that's (laughs) that it's 2000 yeah Yeah. Yeah, no I really enjoy the Guy Ritchie film Snatch for clarity Um, I so I enjoyed this because I think it's I don't know I think it's it's weird I'm going to put a comparison here so I've watched Lockstock Snatch and The Gentleman and I would almost say of the three my least favourite is Lockstock mm-hmm. I feel like Lockstock Garrick's was almost finding his feet with this style of film mm. he hit the nail on the head with Snatch mm. did a few other films that maybe might not have been and almost got back to his best with The Gentleman it's I like the way it's almost narrated but you also get to see it it's not just two people in a room chatting about what might have happened um I do like the way it's Would you say spent. it's like that show don't tell kind of thing? Even though he's yeah, telling you what's yeah. happening, they're showing you what's happening at the yeah, same exactly, time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think I do like the way that that film set out. I think it's interesting. I think it's got just enough um, similarities to Snatch where all the characters sort of tie in together as one. Um, you know, insignificant characters eventually become significant. You know, you mm. don't know who they are and then all of a sudden they become an issue. Mm. Um, you know, and... It's multiple threads, basically. Multiple threads, which is basically that is Snatch, isn't it? And the, mm. the whole point of the end of Snatch, that's what happened. They all come together and you end up with Jason Statham and uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but Tommy, uh, uh, the doctor. tit. Stephen Graham. Yeah. Stephen Graham, thank um, you. At the end, you start with them, you finish with them. Um, and it's a little bit like, it's almost like as if in Snatch, if instead of it had cut to just playing the film out, you would have had Jason Statham and... Stephen Graham as you said mm. telling the story but in this case it's Hugh Grant telling the story mm. playing it out to you setting it out on how he wants to get his 20 million pounds I just like the way it works I think it's got just enough action to be not boring mm. um, but also not to be too much just bang bang hit hit blood guts gore stuff like that that's okay. how I do really enjoy it I think yeah. it's got quite witty um, he's only places some subtle things did you find it funny? I did find it quite funny there was a bit that uh, when I watched it today that I'd missed before um, when the so Michael the drug dealer keeps his drugs in boxes of prawns basically prawns that would be uh, boxes disguised as prawns oh yeah and uh, Colin Farrell's character walks into his gym and he goes put that box of scorpions down come in here (laughs) 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 but yeah no like I do find it quite it's just an enjoyable film it's a film that after I watched it I do go to a lot just to watch as a chill out film bit of background noise and I'm going to enjoy it I can tune into at any point obviously I've seen it before so I know what's going on yeah but yeah no I think it's I think it's definitely in between snatch the 1999 Guy Ritchie film (laughs) And lock stock, yeah. So you think it's not as good as snatch? Not as good as snatch. Better than lock stock. But yeah, that's that is a fair point. Nothing's so, as good as not, snatch. There's very few that is as good as snatch. Um, so the yeah. liberal use of the word cunt. 
That was a big bonus for you, wasn't it? He's amazing. <laughs> As a northerner, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think just off the back of what Juicy said, personally, I quite... I, I, I really enjoyed the script. I enjoyed the dialogue of this film. You know, I, you know, a lot of it's like... Hugh Grant... I like Hugh Grant playing against type. You know, he spent basically 30 years going, oh, well, um, I'm, I'm very lovable and affable and like a... Basically like a... Sh- it's nice like to see him not trying to fuck Bridget Jones, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's I like him doing stuff that's now that he's a bit older, he doesn't have to play the leading man. He can actually, he can be, be something else. Yeah, yeah, he can be a character actor. Which, well, you said to me, he can actually act. Yeah, well, because he didn't really have to for many years. He just kind of coasted by on his good looks and posh charm. Didn't who, who wouldn't want to? <laughs> then, hey, look, he's he's. I'm sure he's very rich. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed his performance Matthew McConaughey is very good in this he's very charismatic um, I, f- I, I enjoyed I, I, I don't know how I feel about Charlie Hunnam sometimes I think oh yeah he's very watchable he's a very good actor I watched a lot of him in I watched a lot of Sons of Anarchy if you've ever seen that where he plays he plays the main character in that a guy called Jax what do you um, think of his accent in Green Street I can't remember it to be honest I, I could not believe he was actually English when I saw that it was the worst cop accent I've ever seen since Dick Van Dyke so <laughs> I, I couldn't oh, believe it and, he, and, he, and, and portray, he portrays his northeast roots in this film actually. I was going to say is he naturally is he naturally Geordie it's from I think he is Geordie yeah. I think he plays a really good strong silent character like, I think he does that really well. Because he's a big, handsome man, big arms and shoulders. Yeah, yeah, he's got a nice beard. <laughs> he has, his beard game is very strong in this yeah, film, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. Well, it's a bit blonde and wispy, though, at times. Yeah, for but it's got, a great, it's got great shape For a big it. beard. Mm, yeah, it's got very, very, got very good shape. It's no Nick Offerman. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. No, but very few are, are they? You know what I mean? He's uh, no Hugh Dempsey. I mean, uh, I, I mean, wish my beard was his game was is strong for Hugh. We'll get on the yeah. socials. Yeah, we'll if only this is uh, if only this was video. Yeah, if, if was only you could enjoy crying out for it. Beard. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, I kind of echo to what Juicy said. It feels like a sort of return to form for Guy Ritchie. He went off and did some bad films. He went so what's some, he done? Some rock and roll. He did. Oh, crikey! Oh, Shall we have a what look? What else has he done in the last fifteen years? So? Well, all he sorts. did um, King Arthur that film. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of branched out a little bit from the the east. So he did. He did Aladdin. He directed oh, Aladdin. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did King Arthur. He did The Man from Uncle. That's right. Uh, he did. Oh yeah, he directed those two Sherlock Holmes films. That's right. Which are actually quite. I find them quite enjoyable. Uh, Rock and Roller. That was two thousand eight. Yeah. So he brought Revolver, a bit of his. That's right. Revolver. He brought a bit of his away. stuff to other stuff, didn't it? You know. Yeah. yeah. I suppose he didn't want to be one note guy. You know, what you're getting from a guy rich film, kind of. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. It was. Yeah. I think it didn't help when he made stuff like Swept Away with, with Madonna. And that film has literally got 3.6 on IMDb. Ah, well, you know, if you're married to someone, you make allowances, don't you? Yeah. You do, you do. Maybe what you love for sex. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, Sherlock's was solid. The Man from Uncle, again, was pretty solid. I didn't see the King Arthur film, but it didn't get great reviews. Um, I had no appetite for that film at all. I thought, I I wanted to see this, you know. Aladdin, whilst not as great as the animated look, version not a terrible this, film they keep making these films at 1 hour 50 and yeah. 1 2 hours I, I, I can't convince a 5 year old child to go mm. to watch a 2 hour film what? and I don't want to watch a 2 hour version of Aladdin I don't need to no, no. I did enjoy the make 2 hour version minutes. of Beauty and the Beast though but making my 90 minutes is probably better isn't it it is better like yeah. the cartoon version of Beauty and the Beast what is, is the better thinking? than the, the they'd, they'd make more money if it was 90 minutes because you can get yeah. more showings in a day I really do I just don't understand apparently he made a film called Wrath of Man in 2021 one, which I've not seen. I've watched that. Did. Really good film. Was it? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it oh, fair enough. 
yeah, better yeah. than this? No, uh, not for enjoyment value. Um, but Rafa Man, it is a good film. It's not your. I will like a lot of spot in case anyone decides to watch it. It's no, not I'm your. Not uh, it. It's on Prime. Yeah, it was a Prime exclusive, I believe. But like straight on Prime from release. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a good film. It's it's a very. There's a lot of strings going on in the background. You don't know what's going on. Um, but Jason Statham plays a, and I'll say this how I watch the film gangster <laughs> <laughs> lord like I don't know like he's, okay. I, I think he's a very he's powerful man he's more of an enforcer man. is he Jason yeah. Statham like I don't know what the he character is, a, is his like. character is an enforcer but in this film he plays the kingpin basically right. I, don't, the, I don't buy it already he's a, yeah yeah he's, he's unbelievable have you, have you seen like the trailer for it or something oh no I, I have no idea what this film looks like but Jason oh, Statham right. I just see him as more of an enforcer oh, right. I don't yeah. see him as like a kingpin he's the kingpin and then something happens and then he becomes the enforcer. Right. So he falls to Very type. Very the start of the God of War yeah, 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 games right. of yeah. uh, you lose all your power and build your way yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he lost his razor so he couldn't shave his head. <laughs> right, so... Uh, so that's what we like about this film, or what we thought was good about this film. Now, Juicy, what do you think Sam might not like about this film? It's, uh, it's difficult to say, because Sam always uses the term the boring old man film... Which this could, in from what I interpret, Sam thinks as. I don't think it's boring old man film. I don't think he's on about films that are like old men being boring. No, I know. Boring man. Some wine in the film. (laughs) I think he means boring. Darling, but of me in space. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's got a real hatred for that. What's that Space Cowboys film? (laughs) Clint Eastwood and Tommy Lee Jones in. I think, as in, I think he means generic man films. Generic, what you call bland, boring man films. Yeah, what you call bland man films. I felt like it could teeter on the edge of that but um, yeah I, I, I couldn't say there was something specific that I don't think you would I don't think there's anything you would hate about this film mm. you know you might not necessarily find it as funny maybe you've watched this is the thing you've watched Snatch Snatch is really funny um, the 1999 <laughs> uh, 2000 2000 sorry, sorry yeah. correction um, the, the film not not the snatch not the actual snatch but yeah you've watched that that's funny it's good it's you I mean if there isn't a porn parody out there called snatch I'd be very disappointed <laughs> it's a pretty easy title it's isn't it? Yeah. I imagine there's one for Fight Club as well I don't know why <laughs> it is. I think there would Dyke be Dyke Club I'm just I don't think would fit we'll workshop we'll workshop we'll workshop we'll think about it after the break <laughs> we'll during the break we'll find we'll find some people um, but yeah, no, like I think there's, I think there's a there's an issue with the nineteen the two thousand sorry film snatch <laughs> um, that once you've hit Mount Everest, it's you're always going to be disappointed. Like if you climb mm. Mount Everest, you climb you Ben K2, Nevis. It's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, whatever. K yeah, yeah. two, whatever. I could do that in my sleep, <laughs> do you know? But and that I think that's the the. Is it, like winning, the, is it like winning the World Cup at 18? What's, what else? Yeah, yeah what can you do? You win yeah. the World Cup at 22 and they're yeah, all yeah, so yeah. what? I mean, <laughs> Messi must be bored of winning the Ballon d'Or now. Like, what's <laughs> but it's just, it's that kind of thing. Is It is a return to form for him, but yeah. it's the same thing. You've kind of seen him at his best. And yeah. once you've seen him at his best, if he hasn't made better, it might not fall. Yeah. might not fall as well with you as, as it... Is it Understa- understandable. Uh, anything else for that? What's, you know, you know. What do you, what do you, you, you two you know me? What What do you think? I thought of this film. I think. Well, you were quite silent with it, 
So the last time you had this silent was Spaceballs. <laughs> uh, that did not go well. That did not go well. Um, but it doesn't mean, although you didn't laugh as much as I thought you were going to. However, doesn't it's mean that a, you didn't find it mm, funny because it's yeah. not a comedy. No, it's not a comedy. comedy. It's not. It, a comedy. It's more of a like a crime mm. thriller yeah, yeah, drama, yeah. isn't it? Caper drama. Yeah, cry. I don't know what do you call it when somebody's like telling the story. Like there must be a name for it. Uh, that's narration. An epistolary novel. Yeah, But that's not to say you didn't find those bits amusing. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because you didn't, I know. But then, to be fair, you do tend to laugh out loud when you find something funny. So, <laughs> so that, that is like a human being. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people genuinely don't laugh out loud. When yeah, that's true, it's funny. true. It's particularly weird. I mean, I've put down. Sorry, did you have anything else you thought? No, no, no. no so like. what I said is maybe. What something I didn't? It's not. It's kind of again echoing juicy. Is it's it's not snatch levels of quality. What is missing? What why what why not? I don't. I can't put my finger on is it. Is there maybe something wrong with the film? Or maybe I, I think it's because is it just because snatch, snatch has already been done? Yeah, the snatch came yeah. first. I think if this came first and snatch came better, you would probably look at the gentleman, gentleman, gentleman <laughs> in. A different way that you will look at it now. You will look at it. That was still such a great film. It was great the way it was set, the way it was told, the way everything was I like that. I, but Snatch is better. Yeah. But whereas what you're looking at now is because you've had the best, you're looking at something slightly worse. Yeah. Do you know like if it's that? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what would make it better. Maybe it's it's hard to put your finger on it. You just you just know when something isn't as good as something else. Hard yeah. to say because yeah. I think Lock, Stock, and Snatch are very. This is more like Lockstock than it is Snatch, if that makes sense. Mm. Lockstock was a crime gangster film. You know, British. I think I call them British gangster films. I suppose is the right term. You know, they that's a British gangster film where that happens to be funny. Where Snatch is basically a black comedy that's about gangsters, mm. and this again is sort of a a gangster film that happens to have bits of humour in it. Yeah. And maybe for us, maybe the humour is mm. just something that hits with us more and. You know, we've had twenty-two years to sit on it and you know quote it, and maybe this just film isn't as quotable. Although I think there's some great. Maybe they don't film. take the mick out of the Americans enough in this. Yeah, Aussie I mean, Germans. Aussie Germans. <laughs> I mean, like uh, it's, it's the uh, maybe that's it because they do take the mick out of the Americans in in the two thousand film. This night, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a thing. On the <laughs> Again, I think that's a different film you watched. <laughs> that's the Bond parody. The Snatch, The Snatch is on the Netflix. <laughs> right. I mean, but yeah. T- so this just—it's hard. To, it's in, so ultimately, I probably like it just not as much. I as think snatch. it's just—it's just one of those intangibles, yeah, isn't it? So. it? It's one of those intangibles where you just can't sort of put your finger on. You know why? Even though the two films in the same genre are similar. Mm. But just one's better. It's just it just is what it is. Mm. You know, maybe the plot's not as strong here, or there's not enough fun with the characters. Perhaps you know. They I don't. think if I was going to say anything, so all the characters are intertwined, and yes, there are things like I said earlier where some insignificant characters come to light to be more mm. significant. Mm. However, the way that the characters intertwine on Snatch is much more interesting and much more exciting. They all kind of get equal screen time. Yeah, they all get equal screen time and they all meet in some weird, some random accident 
mm. where this is not an accident. Someone will run into somebody else. Yeah, in yeah. Their yeah, car yeah. Or where with this, with this, I felt like mm. one of the criticisms I had, but it's not really criticism. Is, oh, it's not as good as Snatch, but that's not really a criticism. No, the only, no. the only criticism after watching it again this evening, I thought was like we. It's not a direct comparison, but you've just mentioned it with Snatch. Like all the characters get a similar amount of screen time, but you get to know the villains of that piece, don't you? Mm. Where in this, the villain of the piece. You get to know one of them, but then one of them kind of pops up at the end out of nowhere as, you know, mm. like a character who was insignificant becomes significant, but as like a, a sort of a, I don't know, surprise to the audience, it's like, oh, remember that that person who died? Well, that had consequences. Turns out that person's trying to kill, like, the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like where Snatch, you knew, you saw Bricktop, you knew he was this menace, you knew he was coming to kill you if you didn't dive in the fight, or, you know, he, he showed his menace by killing Mickey's, I think it's Mickey in that, isn't it, as well? What's the Yeah, what's, Mickey's the gypsy. Yeah, he's the gypsy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, so yeah, he likes yeah. films with... Michael's <laughs> Michael's yeah he's not taking the Michael is he so yeah so so yeah so I think that sort of kind of coming out of left field at the end whilst it kind of foreshadows it a little bit it it doesn't feel as satisfying I think maybe as Snatch do you think Sam liked this film Juicy I'm gonna go out on a limb and think yeah I think he did yeah because I don't know. I just get the impression where... I don't know who was sat and he said he was slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> where he'd have quite easily, happily said, I'll oh, just, just pause it. I'll Let me just get up and do this. I'll do that. I mean, he could have been a very... He could have just been a house, nice house guest. Yeah, he could have been a nice house guest. But I think at the sort of the same time, it's one of those things is... I think if I, if I didn't like something... Yeah, I'd let it play off in the background. But also, like, if I in this scenario where you've got to watch it and just kind of be like ah let me go do this stand up or whatever and pause <laughs> it for a minute and you just wait hmm. but he got up and he, he did but he stood and watched it still and, and as much as he had to watch it for the podcast I felt like that was a, hmm. a thing of I'm not saying he's going to think it's a 10 out of 10 but he, at least it grasped his attention Right, okay. I, I don't... I think Sam enjoyed it. I don't think he's going to enjoy it as much as maybe you did. I think I think it really... I think you probably enjoyed it a bit more than I did. Uh, yeah. I think I enjoyed it a bit more than Sam did. I think that's kind of... I, th- I hope that the dialogue in this... Again, probably not as good as Snatch, but... And it is hard not to keep making that comparison. But oh, that it joke. is, yeah, other yeah, joke. But I do enjoy the dialogue in this film a great deal, and I'm wondering if that kind of turn of phrase, those all that fun British kind of banter, you know, uh, you know, Sam. I'm hoping he enjoyed that, and I hope it was enough for him to really enjoy the film, say as much as we did. Anyway, we're going to find out after the break Sam's opinions. Welcome back to the second part of this week's episode of Please Watch This. So, listener, you've heard what Juicy thinks, you've heard what I think about the gentleman. Now we're going to find out what Sam thinks. Mm. Sam, tell me, what did you like about 2019's Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman? It was three years old. Cracking me. Tell me what you Uh, like about it. It's an amazing cast, isn't it? It It is a good cast, isn't it? Uh, Just to like, in terms of the list, but also in terms of the performances. um, the, The standouts really for me are Colin Farrell. 
Yeah. It really brought life to that character, I thought. He steals the show, doesn't he? He really does, and he's not in this film a lot, is he? He's no, just no, have, what, no. seven minutes of screen time or something? He really doesn't yeah, get a lot at all. Um, Eddie Marzan is always fantastic. He's, in, he's, he's almost, almost a criticism of the film to say he's, he's underused in this. He's fantastic, and he has that moment before he fucks a pig of, um, like, that sort of, like... Uh, squaring up to the to the guys, and I just I wanted them to make a bit more use of him. Yeah, you're right. Hugh Grant plays against type. Matthew McConaughey is, is great uh, as Matthew McConaughey uh, <laughs> in this film, and it's uh, but it's, it's the right casting for that character, isn't it? Yeah, Matthew yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like come have a cool, suave American be this cool, suave American. Yeah, exactly. Cool, he, suave <laughs> British. I think that's what he yeah. played. He played more. He's more of a Brit now than he's American in that. Film, yeah, yeah, and that's. You yeah, know. he's not there to be the I don't know the American actor, but the guy in Snatch who's American in yeah, England. Don't go to fucking England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's cousin Abby. That's right. Yeah. yeah, so he's sort of he's in, he's in the culture, isn't he? He understands it. Yeah, he's and live, he, he lives it. He's he's a very sort of like likable character in the way that I feel like um, a lot of people, probably especially men, really like Jack Reacher as a character because it's like I'm sitting here I'm having my cup of tea don't bother me oh you might as well call the ambulance because you're all going to, to hospital hospital that sort of like uh, macho wank fantasy sort of thing uh, was was very good and, it, and it, it looked fantastic like it's shot really well the costumes are wonderful you know they're all I don't know what the but they all look they kit out fantastically well. Yeah, yeah. And again, Colin Farrell, you're like, what a costume choice that is. <laughs> yeah, character. it's, a, it's, it's a very, very unusual, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is there a point to that? Is there like a uh, reason? To so think? we were discussing it earlier before we recorded. Chavin. <laughs> like, the, the sort of Burberry yeah. tra- uh, it's not yeah. Burberry quite is it but it's the pinstripe tracks I mean if you're yeah. old enough you remember the phrase townie yeah townie Town- wow but, uh, back when, when Piers Morgan was saying things like Charver you know, <laughs> that's all, that's all I know I, so I read the trivia for this and apparently one of the reasons it says that the coach has them all dressed in the tracksuits is to give them like sort of like a uniform if that makes sense yeah. so they all so that uh, to give him a sense of identity, sort of thing, and you know, to try and make you know, be like, because he's ironically, you know, he's the character's very reluctant to do all these things, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And, and he's, so he's, he's, he's hands forced, isn't he? To yeah. be involved. And I think him getting him to dress a certain way, you know, and the fight in a certain way, mm. and all this, it's sort of that you know, would be to, an interesting film in itself. Yeah. I think. Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Him with those kids and like maybe his past and how he got those skills, but also how he. He's not slumming it being there, but you feel like he could be made for better things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the classic... He's capable, isn't Mickey from Rocky, isn't he? Yeah. He's a coachable champ, but he still sleeps and lives in his gym. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that kind of He he could have had it all, and he threw it all away. That's yeah. 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 But but that that was a fascinating... He comes across as a character, maybe he's very capable, but perhaps doesn't want to lift his head above the parapet. He's sort of legendary, isn't he? These kids know about him. Yeah, they do. I wanted to know... I want to see more of that. Yeah, like yeah. why is he, why does he have that reputation? Is it because he's got these kids, or is it because he is hand to hand still best? Yeah. Or is it because Colin Farrell's probably pushing fifty, and they're like, "Well, we're not going to actually get to do many of these scenes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh, in maybe. theory, wouldn't that be great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get that? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like acerbic, witty dialogue, and like a lot of kind of classic Guy Ritchie stuff of basically people being very verbose. 
when they could be just like fucking hell you know like fucking gangsters oh you mean you know? people having an amazing uh, sort of diction and uh, yeah. vocabulary at, at yeah. times when Do you, like, they wouldn't expect it to have yeah it. exactly I think yeah. the use of the word cunt is well well done in this film like I think like it sounds silly doesn't it but like the way they use it isn't they're not just throwing it around like are ah, you fucking yeah fan. the point is yeah the point you know, is like not just someone saying you're a fucking cunt it's more like yeah. well of course the thing with you is uh, that um, despite your in, in, your inherent inherent class and everything you're just nothing but a cunt you know it's that like <laughs> yeah, kind of like you know yeah, build yeah, up yeah. and then the cunt the, the, yeah. is, the, is the punchline um, but I have to get on to the things I don't like that's that's, oh, that's no. sort of did you bit. just before just well actually no this might come in and things go on then I, I see this as the spiritual brother of um, the third series of Afterlife, uh, the Ricky Gervais' TV show. Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> no, I, I really didn't like this film. I'm sorry, Jen. Oh, did I you really know? Oh, yeah. I love man. Snatch and the 2000 film. Uh, <laughs> I just did you not like, find it funny? No, not really. In the same way that I didn't really find Afterlife series three very funny, and it was basically for me, it was somebody who has been rich and famous for too long. Guy Ritchie slash Ricky Gervais mm. and has lost touch with um, what made their work great in the first place how people really talk and how people act in the in the area of society that their, people, their characters come from I, th- I didn't feel like any of these characters were authentic people whereas in Snatch I could believe these people being like eccentric gangsters oh yeah I just didn't believe any of these people really existed is that a fair criticism? I mean, they don't exist, Sam. It's a film. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, no. In in you know, all jokes aside, yeah, I can see what you're saying to a point. Mm-hmm. I think obviously, I mean, who particularly was egregious for you for this? Who did you feel just was like you're just a character on a page? Most of them, to be honest. Um, yeah, most of them. I think even where it became most obvious was when it was like youths and grimy artisty type rapper types yeah. I thought Guy Ritchie don't you've been rich and famous for 20 odd years you, you, you don't really know what this it does kind of look like he's watched YouTube videos yeah of what I, those people are I got like, a sense that this is somebody he, who he is, knows them he's incredibly rich and famous and, and respected so he's not really got enough people telling him no you need to do a bit more research on this and really live this life I think one thing you could say about say like Lockstock and Snatch was you know, if, if Guy Ritchie didn't know these people personally because of what he, he put did, the hours in, yeah, because of what he did, I think he owned a pub basically, right? And he, and he learned a lot of stories through just sitting and listening to people in his pub. That's it, and, and that's the effort people put in in the early stages of the career to be great, like yeah. a Scorsese. You do that for the rest of your career, but the chances are, he's sat in a pub listening to about I can't you know, see it, you, you know, young bloods, he, he wouldn't be able to, would he, though? That's it's, the issue, well, yeah. that's like, even point, if he wanted yeah. to, yeah, he wouldn't yeah. be able to. And it and it, it must be hard, but I think like we could, not to make this about shitting on afterlife, but I feel like Ricky Gervais just wrote that in his room full of BAFTAs. Like, <laughs> oh, this is an interesting idea. I won't do any research into what what drug uh, addicts are like, what suicide is like, what losing uh, a partner to cancer is like. I'll just imagine it, and that'll be real, you know. Yeah. And I, I got a, a large sense of that here, and I think a, a, another thing that that chimes with this with afterlife is. I, I, cunt is such a funny word and is such a good punchline but you can't use it ten times in one film I think because uh, it, it loses all that value like every time after maybe the second time somebody said cunt in Afterlife I was like 
okay, so how many times are you going back to that well? Mm. You know, I, I really, it wasn't very funny when they got, what's her name, Alec Crosby? Um, basically an old woman to say it because they'd already said it 10 times. Oh, yeah. It wasn't funny the 50 times he said it in the third series because he, because you it. know that's the punchline. So you think they, they, they use the word cunt too much in this film? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, like, and you know me. I'm not sensitive. It's not you're not like prude, you're not it's not. It's not because I don't like that word or whatever. I'll, I'll say it fifth, five times. Now, cunt, 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 <laughs> cunt. You, you, cunt. You're like you know that, that it doesn't bother me. It's more like it's an easy buzzword. It's like saying the Holocaust or AIDS. Yeah, I mean that's you've got to make a joke about it. That's ex- well, the Holocaust, I mean, it is. Yeah, you've got well, to. You've okay. got to. <laughs> I mean, bear with me a sec. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I think. I think that's the thing, though. Like, is I think that is, and I, I don't know what. But that is not. I don't know how to phrase. Is this. that not authentic, though? That these people would just use this yeah, word yeah. all of the time. Because are we just? Are we just saying the that, meaning of it? Are you just saying that cunt's a punchline because so many of people offended by cunt that the yeah. film has to use a cunt? A punchline. The the cunt it shouldn't be a but. I used to walk in every week at rugby on training Tuesday and Thursday, and the way I addressed every one of my teammates. Back on the table, there, Jesus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the, way, the way the way I addressed every single one of my bam bam bam. Every single one of my teammates was right cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it was it wasn't flattered about. It wasn't funny. Yeah, it was yeah. just I walk in. I didn't even blink, and it'd be like right cunt. Yeah, yeah. Didn't care who was sat there. I, that's how I call them all I all call them cunt. Do you think but it's the fact that it's become a punchline because people are so offended by it, a word yeah does not that that then like you're all saying oh yeah they've overused the word cunt but actually on a day to day basis that cunt would have been dropped more times in that but it's film. the problem is it's, it's it's clearly used as a punchline too many times yeah I've no, got no problem okay. with how many times they say it it's more like, so for example this week I've been looking for a great clip for, I want to find a clip from a film to illustrate a point in one of my psychology classes and that is that I'm trying to teach my students that some people become criminals and offenders because they they assume that people are being aggressive towards them when they're not and I found the perfect clip but it's a bit too cunty to show to 17 and 18 year olds and it's Begbie from Trainspotting and he's talking about playing pool and a guy's come walking over and he's like he thinks he's the dog box and this cunt and that cunt and it's just a few too many cunts to, for me to show it to a class yeah. um, and I've got no problem like that's I mean, hopefully legitimate. you don't show any cunts to your class well no not, not professionally <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen here's Madame Lustre <laughs> <laughs> but like human but, sexuality this week <laughs> but what's it's great a cunt. what's great about that scene is every other word is cunt and it's never a punchline have we used that's the word that's how he says it have we used the word cunt too much now no, no if, I, if I was used, like what like you're saying I get what you're saying we've not used it if I was like this lads 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 you're a cunt and <laughs> laugh 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 like yeah, yeah, but yeah. five times you go oh, oh well I laughed yeah, the first that was, time that was quite funny yeah yeah, 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 yeah. lads yeah. lads lads you're a cunt oh, is yeah, that less funny oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really messy. yeah no that wasn't so funny. what about the scenes so in some scenes it had like a little screen right on it and it would like be like nosy cunt yeah bossy cunt was that more funny than them saying the word cunt or was it, it I think it would have been if I hadn't already have been bored of it so I think if it was like that's where if you want it to be funny you, you have to use it sparingly like mm. anything mm. and like it's it's a criticism people wrongly make of some comedians which is 
oh well you swear that's cheap laughs and it's like oh yeah you go out in front of a crowd of 3,000 3, people and get a laugh from saying fuck you can't do it it's got to mm. be a funny joke yeah, and it's yeah, almost yeah. like in a film you're not in front of a, a crowd of 3,000 people so you don't need to find out if people are laughing or not to it mm. um, so it's like yeah if that was the first time they'd used it as a punchline or something like that that would have been hilarious when it's like yeah some cunt uh, j- jumped up in front of the, the whatever yeah, yeah. In, in isolation they're all really funny I just I just it was just like how many times can you go to that, that well instead was it a cunt like, that broke the camel's back it was if you had if you had a thick of it writer what an amazing cunt. writing these and instead of saying <laughs> instead of saying cunt saying one of the amazing things they said in the thick of it you know like get a bit yeah. creative with it yeah. it's not it's not an author, it's not an authenticity point it's this film wants me to laugh right now at the word at the word and it's not it's not right. funny because why would it be after the 10th right. or so? So, cunts aside. Cunts aside. Um, I think another one of the issues okay. is that it's <laughs> that sort of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that sort of verbose gangster thing. And what's really funny is when we, we you've made the joke a few times actually, when uh, in films they go, English please, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh, because someone said something vaguely technical, another actually quite. Uh, qualified person goes English please and you go hang on a sec I as a moviegoer knew what they meant they just use a few big words yeah, so yeah. like they don't, you don't need to translate to English that's quite straightforward in this a lot of the protagonists to be cool and smart are like instead of going English please they say yes I agree I am just as smart as you so that thing you said that was really smart and technical which in reality isn't really smart and technical I, I understand that and therefore I'm cool and smart I, I, I feel like the film is um, is supported by how great the leads are and if this was if they were like just decent actors in these roles it would seem like the most pseudo intellectual just like unlikable stuff what I think was all unknown actors mm-hmm. but they were all Hidden gems who turned out to be great actors. Maybe, but so for uh, so he's. I'll give a couple of examples, right? So uh, there's a couple of times when the Matthew McConaughey character says, "Doubt causes chaos in one's demise." Mm. That's like a six former (laughs) trying to be clever. Is that because you hang out with six formers? I do hang out with six formers professionally, but the the point. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never recreation. Never recreation. You know what I mean? But you obviously spend a lot of time around sixteen-year-olds. When I started doing any sort of creative writing in my teenage years and even Mm -hmm. early twenties, it was all that sort of stuff. Like, how clever can I make myself seem to the reader? Mm. And then as I wrote a little bit more, I realised, oh they don't care how clever or not I am they want to be entertained and it's mm. the sort of like you've got to admit that that's pretty pseudo intellectual bullshit doubt causes chaos in one's demise I mean I never I thought it was that's I thought it was nonsense. doubt causes chaos in one's mind it was demise he said it a couple of times yeah I mean, well, I, mean I might be wrong listener you know, I mean personally I've never accused Guy Ritchie of being an intellectual <laughs> it's pseudo intellectual see yeah. I would these, you know these people spouting this stuff like in Snatch they're just like these eccentric gangster characters yeah. talking in a way that's unfamiliar but funny in this it was almost like how look guys look how clever I am I thought yeah I mean if we were it's, to, to hack back to something you said many episodes I, I'm sure many episodes ago I'm sure you said if you don't like a film you're not intelligent enough to understand it <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave it at that maybe, um, I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm too intelligent to understand it <laughs> yeah, maybe you are like I think that's the I genuinely think that's the thing sometimes like you've either got like 
like you've said it before, like in some films where you she wasn't like it, and you're like, oh, do you really understand the film? Or maybe you're looking further past it now because since you watch Snatch, your level of knowledge of films and stuff has grown to a point where those kind of films anymore that you haven't seen aren't just going to be as interesting to you anymore. It's possible. Maybe I that. did actually make the note somewhere, which was, is this an Adam Sandler effect of were his films always shit <laughs> or were they genuinely great in the 90s and noughties I mean, or was Happy, I just younger Happy then Happy Gilmore is amazing but I watched that when I was like young yeah, so yeah. If, if he came out with that now would it be amazing because because Jack and Jilly's dog shit to me mm-hmm. have you seen um, uh, What's the One Where They're in the Boat Jennifer Aniston oh thing. that's quite good oh yeah but that's a slightly different thing that's not like a stoner comedy type thing is no it? no no yeah, yeah. but like I love Happy Gilmore I love Billy Madison I love a few of his films that I watched Waterboy but was it yeah Waterboy was it because I was young when I watched those or were they genuinely much better than the absolute shite that he's made in, in many I suppose of his, you know, something to, to, to answer that question it would almost have to not be an Adam Sandler film that you would watch. It'd have to be somebody yeah. making a film of a similar sort oh, of oh, a clone comedy. of me, a clone yeah. of me at thirty-two watching Happy Gilmore for the first time. Yeah. yeah, would I think, oh, that's such funny stuff, or would I be like, well, a clone of you would have have those memories and experiences otherwise. No, a clone, a clone that was also that we made in nineteen eighty-nine, but didn't see those films. Oh, saying, so, you know? so uh, you'd yeah. have to, but you'd have to. That makes sense. That's how clones work. You can't clone yourself. So you, so you, you clone yourself. You've learned the same. Yeah. But one clone, well, well the clone. <laughs> I would have known which one it was. You're a real Sam. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Like Sam's in the back. He <laughs> enjoyed this film because <laughs> he hadn't the, seen another uh, Guy Ritchie film. The, uh, yeah. So like, so like, but you're just taking away the films. So you've learned the same knowledge, but you're taking away the films yeah, that you've seen yeah, yeah. from from the clone. That's what films get wrong about clones. Clones are they're born. You can't just make a 32 year old clone of yourself. No, they're born, they're, aren't they? Born, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they you can make a clone yourself and then wait 32 years, but that's not an exciting film. I mean, the, in sci-fi, they can be whatever they want. They're just they? clone. Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. be... Atom for atom, yeah. what you are now. They could, yeah. But that, that's, the, that's the impossible thing. And it's, it, we return to it again and again in the show. Our, literally, our first episode was Empire Strikes Back, and I said in that episode, mm. I didn't enjoy this because I was 30 when I watched it for the first time. Mm. I genuinely think if I was 13 when I watched it for the first time, I would have loved this film. Yeah. But, I, but I can't... Um, love it in the same way no that's fine and I wonder if that's an age thing or a, I've seen those Guy Ritchie films so I kind of yeah. and I do think the film Snatch is the, is the watermark what I love about Snatch that missing in this was the 2000 Guy Ritchie t- films <laughs> <laughs> lacks depth and warmth Snatch is birth oh right okay either or <laughs> it wasn't as stimulating <laughs> Didn't um, just feel as good. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit anticlimactic. This one. <laughs> no, but but what was no. great about Snatch was you, you could understand it all the way through. You know who you know what each character's want and need is. I I've said before many times I'm quite stupid as a film viewer and as a person. So maybe this is my fault. But I was so confused through so much of this film. Mm. It was just now what's happening and why and who's this and what I, I honestly couldn't follow yeah, yeah, yeah. generally what was happening and why and if it wasn't for the actors I, I wouldn't have a sense of those characters Colin Farrell I had some sense of but like Matthew McConaughey's character his uh, as you said in the, in the intro Hugh his want or need is to be out of the game mm. but somebody offers him money to be out of the game I, did, I honestly didn't know who these characters were or why he doesn't want to sell up cheap though 
Or yeah. for, for but you can be out of the game for 150 million without dying or possibly dying. Mm. You know, like, I, I genuinely, I just genuinely don't know who these people are. I thought the guy, I've no idea, I can't describe him. He had, he was camp and he had glasses. Matthew. Matthew. I had no sense of who, I think that was a bad performance, I think, because if it was Alan Cumming or someone a bit more charismatic, I would have had more of a sense of who that person was or why. I, I honestly I think he was, uh, was, like... What was his role in anything? He was just the, he was the ultimate, ultimate bad guy before the, yeah. the Russians at the end. Yeah. But if he was playing the super friendly guy until yeah. he thought he had Matthew McConaughey, Michael, in a position of weakness, yeah, and that's when he struck. They maybe could have developed his character. I enjoy that you don't, character. To be but you don't, you don't get was, other than the Mossad crabs who get dispatched. Quite yeah, quickly, yeah, You don't sort of see. You he's, don't really understand his malevolence because where's he coming from? He basically says, doesn't he? He's like, oh, I've been doing this for twenty years. What yeah. about so like what if you so like. A lot of the like crime dramas that I watch, like Vera, stuff like that. Yeah. When they find out who the culprit is in the end, it's always the person that showed a little bit of promise at the beginning and then actually shows zero promise whatsoever. And I always think they do it really well because everything leads towards one person and then in a classic detective fashion, there's that one thing and she's like, nah, yeah. bang, it's this person. But, so I thought that his character, Matthew was he was there to quietly get along doing fuck all while everyone else caused a bit of chaos in the background mm. and then that's when he came into it. I thought he, I thought it was quite well like because you were just thinking like oh this guy's just trying to buy his business now the fucking the toddlers have come in and fucked up his one of his farms and then oh fucking dry eyes trying to shag his wife do you know and he's just like yeah. oh, Matthew just wants to buy his business just sell up and get out and you don't have to deal with this shit for with me it was a lot of just stuff and I th- at no point did I care who won or, or what they won I, I genuinely I, didn't know did Matthew McConaughey just want money like so I wondered so, this what, at the beginning just take the money and run kind of like I wondered this at the beginning when uh, Hugh Grant introduces Matthew McConaughey's character as a protagonist mm-hmm. and basically what you've got is you've got two antagonists Two bad guys, yeah. but one of them you're supposed to like as a good guy. So I did wonder that at the beginning. I yeah. like, I wonder how that sits because mm. you two are both better at films and watching films than I am. Like, we talk, we talk more films. often about it. You, are, <laughs> you, are, you are good at watching the film, <laughs> but the so I, I did wonder that, and it was the first time I've ever wondered that. And I think it was maybe because I was just sat watching it with you two yeah. as the fact is well, actually, right? Okay, so we've got two technically antagonist but we're supposed to see one as um, as a protagonist yeah but actually they can, I suppose they can they're be both a, bad guys they can be and an where, do you, des- where do you decide well, I mean, where ult- you want ultimately to comes down to the, to the meaning of protagonist I mean protagonist is just somebody who wants something yeah antagonist is a person stopping them getting it yeah so in a film mm. like Infinity War the protagonist is Thanos and the antagonist is oh, the, right. the well, I, this is what so it's mean. more you're like good guys you're, bad you're better at films than I am generally yeah. a protagonist a tends to be a good guy tends to be a good guy but like but if you've got yeah, but if you were to assume the lead of the story Matthew McConaughey is the good guy yeah and but I didn't I didn't understand why other than he's a very charming actor who I've got who we've all got this past relationship with as we root for Matthew McConaughey but I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm rooting for him. I don't particularly him. like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, like, were you rooting uh, for him? Like, what did you want when you were watching this for the first time? Are you thinking like, oh, I hope this deal goes well or something? Why? I wasn't like, necessarily what? hoping this deal goes well, but obviously, I think when I sat down and watched a film, is I sat down and I thought, well, 
something's not going to go right so let's see what goes you're just on. in for the ride yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I think I you're think invested I think we mentioned we did mention it before we before we recorded. Like yeah. I watch film to watch film. Yeah, yeah. I watch film to get taken away from bit of a story, bit of a life, bit of a story. Bit of life. You, you want to invest in like if you're watching Shawshank, you want Andy to to not be in prison anymore. Like <laughs> yeah, what maybe, do you yeah. like Hugh? What did you want to happen in this film? I think what am I supposed in, to want? To I happen? think for me, I was invested in the character because he, he's the one who's getting his deeds and things narrated, isn't he? Yeah, I think simple, and that, for me, maybe that's the problem. Simple as that. It can't be. If, simple if the narrator was talking about Matthew the entire time, and Matthew was the character who we were seen as the protagonist, I'd be, yeah. But ultimately, you know, I want there to be a goal. So I hate, I hate to keep bringing up the film Snatch, but for me, this had none of the, the, the this. Uh, what the general, was the goal? It had none that? of the crisp like stuff of it. You know, like Guy Ritchie was doing stuff with with his nineties work and his early two thousands work that. Edgar Wright then took on which was like these quick edits that are like mm. visual jokes and visual storytelling which is mm. an amazing way of doing things and like cutting to somebody pouring a pint and it sets a turn and it's all great and with the film Snatch it was just like it just kicked you in the nuts that film you know it's it's just like bash 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 like these edits and then the gentleman was it just none of, none of the like none of the stuff worked for me it just felt like somebody who was making an imitation of stuff he'd done before mm. and thought well if I just pull on these teats people will, will like it See, and I just never I just it. I thought so I'd never seen Lockstock until after I'd seen Gentleman right mm. so I watched Lockstock after Gentleman yeah mm. and I thought Lockstock was poor I honestly can't remember that film. So, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So, yeah. I remember them liking like, it, but that's about as far as I can. But like it's, it's that whenever I try to remember it, I remember the film nil by mouth. So I just can't. <laughs> I can't think of a shot from Lockstock. A lot of people always say, "Oh, Lockstock's such a good film." Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's just that kind of thing. Like, well, it's just taken for granted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, is it? But that might be the same thing. Is oh, I saw Lockstock first. You yeah, know, yeah. Like the, the yeah. kind of thing. But when yeah. actually I've watched The Gentleman and. Then watch Lockstock. Lockstock's the worst film of the two. And I said up front, I didn't think Gentleman was as good as Snatch, mm. but I definitely don't think Lockstock's better. Yeah. Do you know, like, as regards to, I, I might to be Guy Ritchie's? It's sort of like, well, it's yeah. in his early, it's in his early filmography. So, like you said, maybe he's finding his feet, and he's got such a style that he tries to emulate here. But for, yeah. for me, it just didn't work. So, Sam, was there any other criticisms you had? Was that? Let me have a quick look at my notes there because okay. I've got, kind of got the two main things uh, I thought they were really forgettable characters other than Colin Farrell and maybe Hugh Grant yeah. I really won't take the Charlie Hunnam character I can't remember a thing he said I, I don't know like for a great character I want to know I want to be able to guess how they would vote in an election or I want to know how they would think about an issue because that character is well rounded I've got no idea who this Charlie Hunnam character is I can't remember his name to be honest Ray Ray. Ray, I have no, I don't know Raymond. who he is. Like, <laughs> I have no idea who he is, really. Um, no. and you can I, you can do that in a small ways, and he's just like an enforcer who's a quiet, silent, muscly man. But yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah, no. I, I, because I suppose they don't give him that sort of. He's not he's not a fish out of water because he lives in the UK. Yeah. He's not this crafty Cockney geezer like yeah. Hugh yeah, yeah. Grant. He's not the um, sort of powerful editor like Eddie Marsden's character you know the, yeah. the thin-skinned you know thin-skinned editor he's 
he's not like Colin Farrell's character who's got has a lot of charisma in, in the film yeah. Matthew McConaughey obviously has a lot of charisma I think his wife I mean, has a lot it's an actor rather than a character thing like, honestly I think it's it's not really the character yeah I mean he br- yeah but he's, he's supposed to know I think the character though with Colin Farrell is a lot is that's a lot the one that stands out as like yeah. oh I, I think I know who this man is yeah. And I think that's a performance Fair thing enough. rather than a Anyth- character. Anything anymore for anymore? Those are the main things, yeah. Fair enough. Well, let's move on to uh, favourite scenes then. Mm. Do you see, what was your favourite scene of this film? My favourite scene, ah, uh, Ah, now Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Cowboy said. <laughs> now, one of my favourite scenes. Gangster Sams. <laughs> I will describe briefly that Hugh won't let me discuss because people were, <laughs> people were, born, <laughs> after, people were born after 1999 and get quite upset. Yeah. 2000. <laughs> that's your favourite you scene can't. one of my favourite scenes I like the Give word your favourite scene I like the word play in that scene that is, um, no, it is a good scene but my favourite scene I, I, to be honest Let's I struggle with it there's a couple of uh, well, well we'll get you down to one there's a, there's a couple of uh, couple of scenes that I like jump between but I do quite enjoy I quite enjoy almost like the fake scene where uh Mickey Pierce um, is uh, accosted by dry Mickey eye. Pearson. You're thinking only fools. I was the same. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey Pierce. I, I yeah. was thinking Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Pearson. Mickey Pearson. Mickey Pearson. <laughs> but, uh, the, he's he's accosted by. Only fools and horses, a little like oh, right, sort okay. of Weasley gangster type. Oh, he's a guy with the mustache. But he gets accosted by dry eye, one of yeah. the uh, wannabe top lords of the gangster Ooh. world, and he's trying to buy his business. And then he's like, oh, you know, the other rule in this jungle is when the lion's hungry, he eats. <laughs> and then he shoots him and there's like a whole scene where he's showing him the money and he's chasing him down. He shoots him in the balls first. He shoots him mm. going head. And then like Ray, uh, Charlie Hunnam's character goes, that, that's not what happened. <laughs> um, but I do think my favourite scene was probably the, the scene that brought me to the film, which was in the oh, in the takeaway joint, chip shop takeaway, <laughs> wait, wait the food chicken. establishment, food <laughs> establishment, the GB perfect, the GB perfect, in that in that establishment where like Colin Farrell just basically owes these kids, and there's that bit where he's like, oh, he says, oh, you you've been mixing your mouth whilst we mouthwash with piss yeah. and he's like come on guys I'm on fire here you know you're the four tops the four skins like, give me some <laughs> back and that kid's like fuck you and he's like oh, no oh. so oh, you're going to have to do better than that yeah. like, <laughs> but he just kicks shit out of him and then the phone rings and someone goes oh coach and, oh my god it's a coach like, I do quite I enjoy that film no, uh, then, that scene I keep calling it a film yeah it's a film. It's part of the film. Sam, what was your favourite scene of the film? I chose that as well, actually, because that was the one that I saw before this and, I, and made me quite excited to watch this film. I'll stick with it. Uh, okay. Basically, when Colin Farrell's on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, clean sweep this week. Uh, that was my favourite scene, Interesting. too. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, it's just a it's just a funny scene, isn't it? It's a great introduction a, to a character. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you kind of get to know everything he's about within about two minutes of him being on screen. Yeah, because he could supposedly he could quite funny. easily kick the shit out of these kids, but he's yeah. like, oh, well, there's obviously something wrong with... Yeah. It seems like the they could be future brought. students at yeah, his gym yeah, or yeah, something like that. He literally that. tells yeah. them to go come to the, come to the gym. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he's like, he, he wants to... 
There's a great character in The Wire. I don't know if you've heard of, if you've heard of it. Uh, who has a boxing? You've heard of gym. The Wire, so juicy. The only time I've genuinely heard of The Wire is every time someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the character's called Dennis Wise uh, in The Wire. The super player. <laughs> yeah, no, the football player. The from football Millwall. player. Yeah. Um, the uh, Chelsea. From Chelsea. Oh um, God, yeah, he did, didn't yeah. he? You're thinking of Dennis. I'm Taylor. thinking of Dennis Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the, the Wire boxing club. Much better. Comes with his upside down glasses. <laughs> this is how I won the 1985 final. <laughs> you wouldn't be a guy with glasses, would you? What about if they were upside down? <laughs> <laughs> hit me now. <laughs> Listener, if you've got someone nearby wearing glasses, get them to turn them upside down yeah. and to enjoy the spectacle. Yeah, yeah the spectacle. The spectacle. Oh. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so there's people in the wire, so I'm brilliant. Um, <laughs> right, so favourite line, Juicy? Favourite line, so I... Just give me your first favourite line, then we'll go to Sam, <laughs> and then I'll do mine, and then no, we can no, go, wait, wait, we wait, can I, come back round. Unbelievably, I'm just going to open a door, so now you might hear it. Oh, that is ruined the audio cords. Yeah. I have actually really made note of this, yeah, which is unlike me. It's only taken you six appearances to uh, make yeah. it up. <laughs> So my line was, there was a once young and foolish dragon who came to ask a wise and cunning lion about acquiring his territory. Now the lion, he wasn't interested, so he told the little dragon to fuck off. <laughs> but the dragon couldn't understand what fuck off meant, so he persisted and continued to ask the lion about acquiring his territory. So the lion took the little dragon for a walk and put five bullets in his little dragon head. End of story. Now, allegedly there's a message in there. I don't know what it is, but you're a clever boy, dry eye. Maybe you can explain it to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just a. I think that's just a great close the line. Door. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we got all our favourite lines from. <laughs> Sam, uh, I really like again Colin Farrell. Ah, he'll survive. Wouldn't have been the pig I would have chosen though. <laughs> uh, my favourite line is well, I've got three, but I'll, go, I'll uh, give you my. Give us your number one. I'll give you my number line. one for the bumper episode. For the extended edition. That'll be, uh, that'll be oh, 20 years. Too hot for TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be out in 20 years' time <laughs> with uh, CGI updates. Um, it's just the bit when the, the toddlers go into his uh, weed farm and uh, one of the guys who works there goes, Hey, oh, fancy a row? That's <laughs> <laughs> just brilliant. That just makes me laugh. That was one of my other favourite scenes where they just keep calling people out the back. And I think if you watch, watch enough of these kind of films, you assume yeah. the old blokes are going to kick. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, 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 that was good yeah, subversion yeah. of the. And then it just like it, yeah. cuts to them getting absolutely mauled. Yeah, his face is a bruise, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Train these guys, Gavna, but they're really talented. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like, well, don't just say. Uh, any other favourite lines? There was a lot, like a lot of the favourite lines are like quite long and yeah, and, and like. And we and there's that one that I can't say because of people buying after 1999. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I, so I, I, I that so was like, quite yeah, a good yeah. little discussion of semantics. Like it was, you know, he calls him a black cunt. Yeah, and, and he said uh, he, he can't call him a black cunt, and he says, yeah, he can. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not saying black people are cunts. Mm. He's saying that you are black and you are a cunt. They're both fat. Yeah, <laughs> he said if anything, I was to say it would come from a place of affection. <laughs> and he was like, well. 
prime time's a gypsy. He wouldn't like it if I called him a pikey cunt. He says, well, he might do. You never know. As long as it's coming from a place of love. Yeah. <laughs> but if you call someone a black cunt, that is a racist thing to say. That, that is a racist thing. That's a very racist thing. I just want to have that disclaimer. Unless they yeah, are. It's well addressed, but I mean, that is a racist Semantically, they're not wrong, no. but it's also still racist. But I mean, I'll, be, I'll be honest. <laughs> now we've brought that up, the lawyers are throwing themselves off the roof. We've got a single listener who would have such a such a massive impact yeah. that one retweet <laughs> any other if you want to get in touch with us it's hashtag cancel please watch this <laughs> so Sam any uh, yeah. no I quite liked the bit when uh, the, so Ray basically says sort of the same line twice in about a couple of minutes where he just where um he, t- he talks about uh, one of is it one of the henchmen who can lift. You know, he can. And he asks him how much he lifts, and then oh, he yeah. asks the other guy. He goes, "What do you lift?" And he's like, "What do you mean? What I can?" He says something like, "What I can bench press or something like that." And he goes, "You couldn't lift a wheel of cheese, you can't." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then he does it again a few minutes later when he's trying to get the phone, and it's like, "I've got backup," and it's like, "You can't back up a phone, you can't." <laughs> <laughs> and so even the fact that he uses the word "cunt" that's just a nice little yeah. accoutrement. That's the thing. Like, it's just for the, me, I laughed less because of the "you can't" because I felt like, "Oh, he's 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 taking it easy there." If it was like. You, you, you black bastard and then I would yeah. laugh more <laughs> like, again racism ladies and gentlemen uh, the, not, a, not frowned upon <laughs> Dis- frowned. discouraged here please watch this the, uh, I think the thing is like, try not to do that again <laughs> yeah. we could all be black I mean like, yeah. if, the, I, if, I, if we had a HR department they would be not impressed the thing is I don't know I never saw the word cunt apart from maybe the couple of occasions that it was used as a Mm. But I think that's because I frivolously use the word cunt as a daily word. <laughs> yeah, like, so it's not a punchline. Yeah, it's like, you've, yeah exactly. it's, but it's never a punchline to me in that sense. But clearly the film was... Anyway, we've, yeah, yeah, we've had that film. discussion yeah, for 10 minutes. Yeah, we've gone on. So, but. Yeah, let's not tre- retread on. Mm. So, Juicy, what was your favourite shot of the gentleman? The favourite shot? Oh, was, it the, was it difficult? Was it... Because there's a lot of beauty in this film, isn't I there? I quite like the... Was it the like bit, a little that guy bit, shot between the eyes, or...? I think that's more funny. I think it's. I think it's more. The better shot is when at the beginning, when it is the scene later on in the film. Yeah. Where you kind of see just the blood splatter against the pickled egg. Oh, that's so funny. That was my my choice as well. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> then, uh, yeah. and, and, on, and it drips down in the pint. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 mine as well. Like, <laughs> I don't think we've wow. ever had a twofer, have we? A twofer, two wow. Twofer yeah, and shot, yeah, shot is, uh, and uh, we're amazing. And shot I mean, and, I, I don't honestly think I'll remember many like favorite scenes, frames of this film. Are there any that stand out any more that stand out? Like I think the other shot is when Dry Eyes trying to rape Michael's missus. When he just looks at him, and when he comes in the office, yeah, and then like she's like laid on the on not the when table, he comes, like, when he when he walks. <laughs> That's into not you. Yeah, comes into my office. <laughs> um, the uh, the and she like just looks at him like oh. All right, babe. Yeah, and then blood and blood splats on her face, and he goes. So you really like blood splatter shots. Yeah, yeah. Really? That's, uh, weird. Big fan of Dexter. Big, I've never <laughs> seen Dexter, but uh, I like it. I don't I know. Please it. watch this. Dexter. Of, yeah, lot of blood splatter. Please watch this on TV. That's the TV version. <laughs> that is the uh, the sister yeah. show. Yeah, it's um, also in wigs. Uh, right, so that's everyone's favourite scene, favourite line, favourite shots. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have like a little bundle, like a bow. 
like a, like a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell him that. It makes it funnier. Uh, so we're going to go for a break. Uh, Sam's going to have a word with the HR department. Yeah, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Hello and welcome back to part three of this episode of Please Watch This. So Sam didn't he didn't he didn't love it, did he, Juice? He didn't love the gentleman. No, no, it wasn't he didn't. his bag. Not intelligent enough to understand the film. <laughs> uh, quite a words. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got some. I've got a critic here who quite enjoyed it, and then I've got one that's maybe more in line with maybe Sam's thinking, or at least had an issue with it. So I've got here uh, Manola Dargis in the New York Times. Uh, they said the actor. And this is something actually Sam echoes. The actors have been studiously um, ornamented and sometimes flamboyantly sleezed up with flash outfits, hair product and statement eyewear. It's weird Hugh that they Grant, me word for word. It is. <laughs> Hugh Grant wears glasses and a goatee, as does Charlie Hunnam, Jeremy Strong and Colin Farrell. All deliver light, funny, loose turns and are generally nice to watch. That's especially true of Grant, as a scummy snoop with a overcompensating long photo lens, and Farrell, an earnest, lethal coach with many tracksuits, whose roles, performances and outfits seem designed to obliterate their leading man personas. Henry Golding, a romantic lead in the hit Crazy Rich Asians, doesn't demolish his persona, just shrewdly roughs it up. So yeah, so he, they, you know, they kind of saw they the merits it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that w- now somebody who didn't like this was uh, Simran Hans writing in the Guardian. I tell you, also didn't like it, Mark Kermode. Did he? So not? I'm right. Be interesting to see what Kermode said. So she says Richie's signature sweary patter is enjoyable, except for the racism. You don't sound like one of the natives. Ray tells a Russian teenager, Chinese, Japanese, Pekinese, ricin, ricin to kill. Sniggers Grant in a fur Chinese accent, introducing Chinaman Dry Eye, played by Malaysian British actor Golding. This seems especially pointed, given the racial delineations of the film's heroes and villains. By Richie's logic. White weed kingpins are entrepreneurs with the moral high ground. Asian heroin pushers are the killers of the world and junkies and rich kids who can choose squalor and are drowning in white liberal guilt. See, I I didn't I didn't take the racial aspect of that, but I did think, why are we getting this like um, public announcement on on the dangers of heroin versus marijuana? Like yeah, like two like an hour into the film, I did think like this isn't. Just pick a theme or like pick a topic. Like it was just out of the blue, really, for me. Yeah, and I mean, um, just by guessing on the name of that, I, d- I don't know that Guardian review. I've not seen the pictures mm. of them like you do with some of the others. Uh, but I know that that I think Simran's a, it's an Indian name, right? Um, so you know she might not have appreciated the racism in this, even but, if it wasn't they, aimed they, at they, Indian they, people or South fair, Asians. They do do a bit of moral grandstanding. It's like. How many people have you killed in this film so far? You know, like, yeah, sure, heroin is a worse drug than marijuana, but you're not, you know, you're not guiltless, yeah. and you're not portrayed to be in this moment hypocritical. You're you're portrayed in this moment to be right. Uh, yeah, I did. I did have a problem with that actually. Yeah, yeah, but as always, I'm please watch this. The only critic we yeah, care none of those about. people count. They're hacks. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> they only work for two of the biggest publications in the world. Hacks. 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 Uh, the the one person we do care though about is Sam's rating. So Sam, Ooh. 
quite an easy one. Let, me, just, let me correct you. The three people we care about. Me, oh. you, and Hughesy. Oh. Hughesy. Me, Hughesy. Is that our ship? Is that our ship? The Hughesy. She's got a great stir. I think it's better than June. So, Sam. How many cunts out of ten would you give <laughs> the gentleman? A solid five cunts. You give five cunts. Do you know what? I think I'll accept a five cunts from Sam, Sam on that, yeah. given his review. Because yeah. Yeah. I've, I've said this the last time around, I think, like, where do you stand with a review of a mm. film? You have uh, your fabled Roger Ebert, who <laughs> marks something out of five. He marks out of four. Four, he, well, yeah, four. He did mark it out of four, So, say. like... And then you've got people down. marking it out of five, people marking it out of ten. And yeah. was, just because it's five out of ten, I was marking it. Yeah, <laughs> just because, you know, like... Five out of five, yeah. Just because <laughs> we've reduced the rating now to five in the top score. Um, so Sam obviously loved it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like... It, On the Hoof production meeting. I'd, I'd happily accept, I'd, I'd accept a five for a, a film score. Mm. Because it's just like, oh, it's straight down the middle. You've started you've watched a film... You didn't hate in my as far as I'm concerned, you didn't hate it. Mm. You didn't love it. It was just a it's, film. I think it's an appreciation of, of a lot of good craft that went into it. And um it, the films I've hated, which have been very few for this podcast, like Anonymous, I feel like I've been too generous. I think I gave a four out of ten for that. Why I'm not giving a two out of ten for that, where I genuinely I mean that's the I, idea of a ten out of a ten yeah, scale, is that like yeah. a, a you really dislike I really no, but I think I still hate it now. I'm morally opposed to it. A film like this, I get why people like it and I liked aspects of it and, and so on. Five You've got that reason. thing, but could, would you ever Right, okay, so this is a, this is the whole thing, it's like You've got them little smiley faces in service stations and stuff like that. Would you ever walk up to it with people watching and press the red angry face? Mm. No, I bet you'd just press the neutral face yeah, yeah, yeah. or the not so smiley it really face. Has to yeah, you give me a four out of five. What a dickhead you are you'd to have do to that. Be, you'd have oh, to be he played the radio a bit too loud. It's a yeah. five. Come on, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to be screaming at the manager, going, "You are just shit at your job." There's shit on the walls in the toilet. Yeah. I slipped on shit in the baby changing room. It's a and you'd smash the angry face because you're making a scene. Yeah, but where else was zero or five? Or <laughs> or if you've experienced yeah. it, to walk up to it and press that angry face. Yeah. Like I think sometimes, like you said, maybe you've been a bit generous, mm. but like also at the same time, when you're publicly asked to almost humiliate someone or something, you have that little bit of. Do you know? What? I'm not going to give it a one out of ten. Mm. I'll give it. I'll give it As a in, four. You don't want to upset because it. Yeah, yeah, I think people worked on this in but also, time. It, there's so many great professionals working to a high level on this. I think film. you've mentioned. Yeah. You've mentioned even if I don't like the script. You've mentioned the the podcast before, but plumbing the Death Star. There's something where they do a rating system and they have a guest on. And they say, I'll rate how many out of ten how you you think this Smash Bros character would be as a stepdad. (laughs) And he rates one as a six. And the two people that are regular is going to go, you're going to regret that in about five characters' time. And then in five characters' time, they're like, no, yeah, I give... I gave Mario a six, but now I'm sat here looking at uh, Samus, like, oh, 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 you know, like, he's really shit, like, you know, like, so, but yeah, yeah, so I think, like, you kind of, that thing is, is you might, like you said, you give it a four, now looking back, maybe I should give it a two. So what rating are you giving it, Juicy? For me, yeah. for me, I'd say it's I don't a, know where you're going with this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to get up the time, you know, for the record break. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, the, uh, go, but for yeah. me, it'd be like a, I'd say a seven point five. Like, because to me, Snatch is a 10. 
Mm. Lockstock was maybe a five to me, a four. I really didn't enjoy it that much. Oh, wow. So mm. seven and a half out of it. I said it's not very good decisive snatch. system. Yeah, but right in the middle, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, probably about seven, yeah. six or seven. Yeah. Maybe give me a year to think about because I've only just I only saw it at Christmas. So listen, sit tight. We're going to give Hugh a year. Yeah, one year. Hold that on. Will, that will break the record for and the biggest now, podcast we've ever. Now we're going to go for a break. We'll see you for in about thirty-six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> That's not a year. In G- about give, give or take sixteen weeks. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said about, a year. I said, I said a year. Thirty-six weeks. Important. So. <laughs> so yeah, so that was uh, the gentleman. That was that gentleman. Um, so now let's see how well. Did Sam I watch was it? Did I listen? Did I pay attention? I honestly gentleman. think I'm going to do terribly bad at this because okay. I did not follow this film very well. Okay, so so as usual, uh, technically Juicy is our expert on this. Yeah, even though I've seen it three, four times. Five times, times it, how many times have you seen it now? About four. About four. Oh, so yeah. you should be okay with it. Sam, let's see how well you do on mm. this quiz. So. Lights down, tension up. Boom, boom. <laughs> <coughs> oh. <coughs> Pre- pressure's building. You know, I was I just giving it a that? gap so I could edit that out, but sure. T- laugh away, you fuckwit. Sorry, <laughs> tell a joke to break the tension. Okay, question one. How much is Mickey going to sell his business to Matthew for? Oh, there's a lot of figures. The original figure, just Four the first. million. Correct. Well Ooh, done. Wow. A smudge under half a billion. Yeah. <laughs> or a smudge a nugget, a nugget a under a, a, a half a yard just, or something. Just half a yard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question two. What is the name of the script that Fletcher writes? Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Do you see? You're gonna have to help me on this one. Well, that's uh, Bush. Have you seen the? You've seen it. No, you? I've seen the script. Ah, okay. Question three. This might be a bit easier. What is the name of the head of the Chinese gang? Oh, you've said it. Uh, so what about his eye? No, go on, go on, juicy. You're gonna have to. Get no, go it. on. You, you don't. Know, you know it. Slanty eye. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's the film's fault, not me. I thought it's a racist film. I'll say something racist. Juicy, what? Uh, he was looking at the time there to. Edit that <laughs> We're just uh, looking at the time. The lawyer's just landed again off the roof. Uh, it's only a two-story house, so he's not killing himself. Um, the the name of the, the leader was uh, Lloyd George. Lord George. Yes, it was Lloyd George. Yes, hundred, a hundred and two hundred, nearly two hundred years old. He was running a Chinese guy. You're lucky because I couldn't stop thinking, boy, George. <laughs> that would have made things more interesting uh, so yeah Lloyd George yeah uh, Lord George uh, question four what was the Russian kid's name Russian kid oh yeah um, oh was it Vassil something like that uh, close Vassin uh, doesn't begin with V though I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you that clue Vassin oh San Line the witch in the wardrobe. Uh, yeah, go on. Do you see? You're gonna have to give it some. Aslan. 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 Of course. Yeah. yeah. The never-ending story. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never-ending story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nailed it. Uh, question five. Final question. What are the coaches' lads called? What's this little group of? Oh yeah. Uh, the the um. We've mentioned. We've it. said it a lot of times, but again, we've tied a couple on this, this today. Yeah. 
Oh, just let's just sit tight, listeners. Just sit tight. Yeah, they're obviously going to be called the um, the bubbles, the uh, the afterbirth. The, the, <laughs> You're close. Discharge. The, the, the anal discharge leakage. The, Sam's very drunk now, listeners. The foreskin. Again, the four what is the code? It does say the foreskin. Yeah, go on. It does, what, what but it's not them, is it? It's not them. It's the toddlers. Toddlers. The toddlers. Yeah, they're called the toddlers before. for whatever reason. Well, Sam, I'm. Pleased to admit that you got one right. That's probably your worst score for a long time on this. I don't remember it. Uh, Well done, Juice. You got four out of the four that you were asked to answer. I would have got the uh, other one right. Yes, well done, well done. Uh, Sam, would you recommend this film? No. No, he wouldn't recommend that, it. I'd, I'd recommend it to you two. I'd think, like, oh, these guys are. Oh, like so you would movie. recommend it then? <laughs> but, uh, would you recommend it to Ben? Come on, Ben's yeah. your artsy fartsy film. Ben, have you seen The Gentleman? Friend. Um, you, you, won't, you, you won't love it. So I don't. No, no. You I don't? No, he might enjoy the dialogue. Nah, no, I don't think he would. Imagine no. if he likes it now. Imagine. Yeah. Who's the idiot then? Oops. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, Sam, the question remains what film are we doing next week? Tenacious D Pick of Destiny Tenacious D Pick of Destiny from 2000 I want to say uh, 6 ok let's go with that um, I don't know I haven't I, seen it you haven't seen the film uh, that's why we're doing it? it it's got Tenacious D in it it's got Pick yeah. of Destiny it's got the Pick of Destiny yes is this a Jack Black film yeah yeah yeah. I meant to very think of his name then <laughs> the, I can't stand that do you not like Jack Black no. have you seen the film I've seen enough of it to know that I wouldn't enjoy it. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Hugh, yeah, you, are you a Tenacious D fan? I like a couple of songs, yeah. I always enjoy... Tribute uh, and Wonderboy or... Yeah, stuff yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. I struggle with Jack Black. Yeah. Like, I really do, like... I enjoy Jack Black in The Holiday. Like, when he plays oh, that goodness, really amazing. witless... Juicy, he's such a married man. Like... <laughs> absolute pussy of a guy in... Uh, School of Rock is one of the greatest films of all time, just, Juicy. Why you, me, why you give me The Holiday with Kate Winslet? Because I couldn't be bothered. If, I, if I had a music... Rock. School of Rock's a 10 out of 10. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but if you had a music teacher like that, could you be asked? Do you know I don't want... I don't want... I feel, like, I, I feel like they address that. Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, I really feel this is an off-air conversation. I feel um, like we should have this on air. No, I'm going like, to slam no, on the Sam, table. put that chair down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to do uh, Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny next yes, week. Yes, we are. Um, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be... An important thrilled. film, an important album, an important time. I like, I like, but I do like Tenacious D. So I'll give it. I'll probably, I'll probably be more generous than I probably just should. Just enjoy be. it. Just yeah, enjoy just enjoy it for it. what it is. Yeah. Right. Any question to me, Sam? Yeah, my big question for you is how on earth could they get in touch with us? Here? So what they need to do, juicy, is they need to become. So they need to become like a. Basically, they need to become. become. A, they, they need to become. Oh, yes. There's more. Sorry, there's more. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that is the original star. <laughs> that, is, oh, <laughs> yeah. that is half. We all have to half become. of it. Yeah. <laughs> half of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fertilize an egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait nine yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. Then wait another fifteen years yeah. at least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> so basically, they need to sort of organize their own sort of drugs cartel empire. Right. It doesn't have to be cannabis. It can be. It can be whatever they Heroin. want. Yeah. They we can... we don't endorse any kind of drugs on here. Yeah. You can do we whatever you want. We absolutely do. This episode is brought to you by <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Yay, drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brought by drugs. Kids, Kids are hell of a drug. Kids, try drugs. <laughs> Have you ever been at a boring party? Try drugs. <laughs> uh, I once went to a party, genuinely, when I was seeing this last and she's like, Again, oh, come to a party. conversation, I feel. <laughs> come to a party, bring your own, it's bring your own. I said, right, okay, so I turned up with a crate of 24 Fosters. <laughs> And I put it, I went, where shall I put this? And they looked at me confused as fuck. And they're like, I just put it in the fridge. 
Thanks at fridge. That's a good point. And I loaded, <laughs> a, I loaded a few, few beers in fridge and noticed the fridge was empty. I was like, oh, that's odd. So I opened a can, went back and sat down at the table and just looked at this fucking pile of cocaine <laughs> in the middle of the table. And was like, that's what they meant. Oh, bring <laughs> your own. I need to go. This is a BYOC part. <laughs> and, and have you got her number? <laughs> Not anymore. She's dead now. <laughs> she I, died of a heart attack years ago. I assume she's overdosed, and the two children that she had have been taken into oh care. But the uh, yeah. No, no, there you go, you know, there's a story. <laughs> there's a story. Oh, well, that's well, not where I expected that. Oh, and while you were there, reality, okay. while you were there, did you uh, happen did to you send an email? Yeah, did you send an email? <laughs> At yeah. that point, I wasn't the kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> then I did graduate to be the kingpin oh, and right. earned myself a laptop. What was your email right. address that they could yeah. send an email My to? email address? Uh, I didn't Good know it heart, but <laughs> It's uh, pleasewatchthis.pod at gmail.com. Well done, Jason. Well done. Get right through the kingpin. Sam, is there other ways they can contact us? Yeah. Or do they need to go to all that scary death? Just find us on Twitter at pleasewatchpod. Yeah. And if you have been affected by any of the issues in today's episode... Please contact a professional. Please do not email in Right. Apologies if you're offended by Hugh saying you black bastards. And now, yeah. uh, <laughs> listener, you are the, light, the the wind between our wings. Juicy, equally so. Thanks again for coming on for the yeah. fifth time, six times. Uh, fourth, maybe. I thought it was fourth, yeah, wasn't it? Really not, not, not enough. Not, not enough. enough. Not, not enough. by a long stretch. I think. I think. Senna, space balls. Uh, License Bond. to kill. Borat. Oh yeah, no, it's Borat. Fifth, this is fifth time. Fifth time. Five this time, hopefully not the last. Yeah, definitely, definitely be a six. Okay then, well, let's say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.